Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And this is ZD Donahue. And before we get started today, I just want to give a, a couple little shout outs here. Um, the first is to Sandra. Sandra has ordered uh, both of our sew here boxes, uh-huh. and she preferred to do so over the phone. So I've gotten to talk to Sandra on the phone a couple of times. Wow! And she says she listens to us every Friday. So hello, Sandra. Hey, Sandra. It's it's good to have you with us. And then a second shout out to Karen. Thank you so much for the beignet, beignet. mix. Yes, yes. Uh, they were delightful. I am perfecting my beignet frying technique. And it's nice to be doing so with the Café du Monde beignet mix. So thank you for your... And thanks for the little extra video you sent me. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, we really appreciated it. Okay, so we, we got those little details out of the way. Today we want to do another little vocabulary episode. We're going to discuss two different um, instances of sort of terms that are confusing right. or, shoot, have similar names, right? You know? Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, the first one we want to talk about is ease versus easing. Okay, Mom, define ease for us. Ease is, oh, uh, boy, oh, how am I going to define this? Um, I should have, like, looked it up and tried to memorize it or something so I could be succinct. But ease is the amount of room you leave in a garment so that you can move in it. Yep. Okay? Uh, you know, so you can sit in a skirt. You can make a skirt that you cannot sit in. Yes. <laughs> or uh, I'm or, sure everyone's probably already done that. So, <laughs> or, or or a blouse where you can't move your arms or sure. something like that. So picture yourself in a skirt made of non-stretchy fabric, right. woven, woven fabric, fabric, and you try to sit in it, right. and you can't. Or a shirt made of right. woven fabric where you try right. to bend your arm, right, or lift you your arm over your head or yes. something like that, right. So that's. The ease in this case, okay, it was it was built into the pattern. Should be built into the pattern, right. The pattern designer thought to themselves, I'm going to design this woven skirt or right. shirt. And they said, all right, in order for people to be able to move in my garment, I need to not just make it, you know, the size of their bodies. I have right. to make it bigger, right? Right, right. And if. They are drafting a pattern. Let's say they draft for a size four. Okay? Exactly. 
And size four uh, has a bust of, I don't know, I'm making up this number here, guys. So no one email and say, no, a size four is. <laughs> Let's say that, that uh, the, the fashion gods have decided that a size four has a 30 inch bust. Okay. That's really small. <laughs> I know. Okay. A size two. Whatever. Anyway, okay. But right, I'm, I'm trying right, to choose right, like a, a right, round number. Right. You say, well, for the size four, you know, people to be able to right. move and stuff in my shirt, I'm going to put, you know, two and a half inches of ease across this right. baby's chest. Right. And those, that ease, it would be incorporated into the, the bodice of the shirt. That's right. Right. Uh, incorporated into the, all of the waist and hip measurements of the skirt. Right. Uh, there's ease in, like we said, sleeves. Right. right? So this, the, like the noun, the noun ease, ease, it refers to that. That's right. Right? And right. this is all taken into account when the designer is designing the pattern. So we had somebody, we, we were discussing this uh, in the group. Somebody says, oh, could you include a chart of like the standard amount of ease that right. that uh, people add in? And I'm like, you know... There's not just I okay. One. I'm sure that there you know, is some I'm chart sure. out there somebody's made. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. I would be something I would be well, very hesitant to trust. When 100%. I used to make myself a fitted skirt, set, uh-huh. like a pencil skirt. Yeah, I had less ease in my waist. Yep. Okay, than I had in my hips. Sure. So in my waist, I might have had like an inch and a half, but in my hips, I may have put like two, two and a half inches, something like that. And I'm not, now, I'm not a very big person. Right. Okay. Say, okay, so my hips are like 35 inches. Right. So say somebody's hips are 45 inches. Right. And I'm saying I put two inches of ease in there. Yes. Somebody with a 45 inch hip versus a 35 they might put three or four inches in there so it's more like a percentage right um and another thing it has to do with too and no one take offense to this depends on how hard your body is oh some of us have flowing bodies yes and some of us have heart and some of us have like maybe a flowing waist but a tight butt no i or, am having this right. when you're mom's developing this leggings class and right. testing out a bunch of leggings for me and we're noticing Okay, my my stomach, like as of right now in January of 2017, is, I mean... We would call it gushy. I don't mean to <laughs> gross anybody out, but like it's almost the texture of like bread dough that's been kneaded. <laughs> like I touch my right, skin yeah. and uh, if I'm laying down and I like put my fingers on right. my skin, it sinks very easily. Like right. it's very malleable. So, so here's... Well, yeah. I, okay, so I just want to say right. that I'm like, you know, I want these a little tighter because... Just that part of my body at this moment in time, right. or or just for me, and you want that tighter because it's, it's a holding. knit and it has spandex in it versus a woven. And right. that waist part, like you said about your right. skirt, the waist of the leggings or the waist of the skirt is like gonna hold it on your body, right? right? right. We don't want it to That's skim right. over our waist in this. Well, and and <laughs> it's it it is funny because the more malleable you are, the more ease you need, mm-hmm. which sounds wrong. Sure. Because, like, okay, if my waist is squishy, say my waist is, you know, 30 inches, and it's squishy, I could probably get a 30-inch woven waistband around it. Now, I'm going to wind up with those, like, little tires or muffin tops or whatever around it. And you're going to be uncomfortable. I am. Well, it depends. It just depends on how gooshy you are, you know, or or what. Or hard or whatever. Now, (laughs) if I'm hard as a rock at my waist, I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, 
it's 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 really the other way around. I can take a tighter, a more fitted thing on my waist if it's tight because my waist isn't going to change and move and morph as I morph. So this is all dependent on. Right. You know, you you might choose a size. You might have, like, the exact same body measurements as another person right. but prefer a different size. This is one reason I enjoy a pattern that includes the sizing chart right. and also the finished measurements. Right. A lot of patterns will have the finished me- measurements written on them. Now, you can take them yourself. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, even when they're written on there, I never believe them. I always take them myself, well, too. It's kind of funny. And with, uh, we talked about this in the ginger right. jeans. I did a video on it in the self-sewn wardrobe about looking at the sizing chart, then looking at the finished garment, garment measurements. And then I think this is what you are trying to talk about, and I keep interrupting you. That pattern is made of a stretchy fabric. Right. And it has negative ease yes. for some right. for the and hips. that's what your there things you like ahead. leggings and, and yeah. whatever we, we talk about a negative ease. Mm-hmm. So if my hips are thirty five, maybe I'm making a thirty three inch hip because I want it to be a little snug sure. and I want it to be close to my body. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so that that's dependent on the fabric. So I when people this is something I think is so important for people to understand as they go to start to make clothes. Right. That the clothes the pattern you bought, it was designed for a specific fabric, not right. just not just like because it looks nice, but that's like how the pattern was designed. You need to so keep that in mind. So not only is the ease there, but also maybe a draping factor or a flowing factor. So another thing about ease mm-hmm. is what kind of gar- not not only what kind of fabric, but what type of garment is it? A close fitting garment? Is it a coat? It, it right. <laughs> is it a semi fitted garment? You know, or is it a loose garment? Because yeah. there's garments that fit you like at the shoulders and then just flow. And so, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about ease if, if I have on this, you know flowy top. Yeah, yeah right. this flowy baby doll dress. I'm worried about it fitting my shoulders only. The other thing is, even though a garment may cover the same part of the body similarly, it doesn't mean that it's that those garments are drafted the same. What I'm trying to say here is... Yeah, what is, is she what, saying? What the I don't heck get, am I, I saying? Okay, somebody out there must be lost like me, so no, explain that. Well, this is to help people not get lost. <laughs> right. Okay. I had a person who was like, I'm going to use this yoga legging pattern to make stretch jeans. Okay? Ooh. Now, when yeah. we look at a picture of somebody in yoga pants, yeah. right... It's a fitted pair of pants yep. from their waist to their ankle. Yeah. And then they're like, I want a pair of jeans that fits me from my waist to my ankle. But the big deal here is right. they are drafted for those very different types of fabrics. So she right. said, I'm just going to go up a few sizes in the yoga pant. And I'm like, you follow such a different process right. it's for a different drafting thing. a pair. Right. Do you understand what I meant now, Mom? I Does think. it make sense? <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> sentence she said meant, but I understand this okay, part. Okay, the, the yoga pants and right. the jeans, they're covering the same part of the body, right. but they're a very it's a different, different garment. Thing. It's just like, you know, slacks, the crotch has dropped a there little bit, go. okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to be. If, it, if it's non-stretch and you have a slack that has a straight leg, say, or a stovepipe mm-hmm. leg or whatever, you know, a style leg, you don't have that crotch right up in there where the baby comes out. I also, yeah. or, or um, what, what did one of our group members say? She doesn't have children. She said where the water comes yeah. out. We just like to be a little more shocking and say, <laughs> you know. <laughs> whatever I, you want to call it. Talking, we can call it the sit bones, whatever. Talking about a crotch drop. Right. Okay? So I had a customer come in um, who... It was making ginger jeans, uh-huh. and they're a man. 
And I thought, you yep. know, this is going to be different. Like, because there is Junk genitalia there, there yep. right? That, like, this pattern wasn't drafted for. For man junk, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, okay, you know, we're going to we're gonna work with the rise right, right, and right. everything here. And actually what uh, this person did, which was super duper smart, was brought in a pair of jeans that he liked. That he liked. That he was wearing. And I was like, oh, this is perfect because you enjoy the way these, uh, you right. know, feel and everything. And he put those on and we measured, did some, anyway, measuring. But it's just something you got to keep in mind. Well, you know? also sometimes with men, mm-hmm. don't anybody freak out, but there's a left wear and a right wear, depending okay. if they do it on one side of the, they, they like adjust things to one side of the seam versus the other side. Also, Sam and I talk about how our husbands, <laughs> and my Do we want to know this? My, I don't think I want to know this. No, I'm not going to listen to this part. I'm not talking about Any, junk Anyone anymore. else that doesn't want to hear this, you can, you can just close your ears for like, you know, I'm not, 15 seconds. I'm not talking about junk anymore, but oh, we talk okay. about how our husbands wear their um, pants under their bellies. Oh, yeah. And so we were talking, Sam and I were talking, and I guess my husband, I don't ask his permission to talk about these things. Sam, I hope Spence doesn't mind, but uh, anyway. Do they listen to this? That's like, the other thing. We're like, they need low-rise pants because they want to wear their They want to wear them under, yeah. And my husband doesn't have a belly. Right, right. No, and, right. and neither does Becca. So right. I, they can wear their pants wherever, but they, they wear their pants But low. the problem with that is their they hips and their waist are the same size, no, too. No, here's, yeah. here's the problem. Here's the problem that Sam and I face with our oh, husbands. Oh, you have the crotch rip. Yeah, then their crotch rides even lower, and then they rip out they, their crotch. Because there's too much stress on their crotch. Yeah, Derek's you like, need a, I, You need I, a diamond shape crotch he already yeah. has pants with a diamond and shaped crotch work. Derek I'm t- just talking about my husband right now okay <laughs> he rips out the crotch in his pants all the time you know what you know what I told him to do too okay is not to dry his like 98% cotton pants anymore yeah, right. he, I was like you know these are shrinking Wearing up I, can, I mm-hmm. can see that yep. they're getting shorter right, on you right, right right I think that the ease that was allowed for you to squat and it's, stuff. It's slowly is going away. You know? yeah, and so yeah. I said, you got to stop drying these pants. So also, they're, they're expensive pants. He spends right. like 80 bucks well, on especially these. especially if they have a diamond crotch. I yeah, bet. no, they're they're very well made. It's just, you know, they're not well made enough that when he squats down and they're like at his thighs, you know, right. they're not yeah. split. Well, he, he's putting stress yeah. where it shouldn't be. Exactly. Right. So right. I'm, I'm going to make him pair hip huggers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that is maybe he needs a maternity panel no. <laughs> or a stretch gusset. You know, I, I was gonna say, gusset. or it, if you could get him into yoga pants, there you go, it could be working. There you go, yeah. So let's talk. We talked about ease, this was all about ease. We mentioned negative ease, right? right? I think, I think we did a pretty good job discussing that, okay? but we didn't talk about it. So now we're going to talk about easing. Easing is a verb, uh, yes, or the word ease is a verb, like right. ease that sleeve. Into the arm side. Exactly. Sir? Okay. No, (laughs) like as a command, right? Okay, so to ease as a verb, what does that mean, Mom? Well, what it usually means is that you have a, you know, two pattern pieces, and one is where you're going to put them together, one side is going to be a little bit larger than the other. And the reason... A lot of times the reason is to give ease in the garment yes, or, that's give, good. or give room in the garment. <laughs> to further or, confuse the issue. Right, <laughs> like really confuse this. But, I mean, that is one of – or, you know, it has to go around a certain body shape or something or, you know, with the – um, like you were talking about the sleeve. Yeah. You know, there's no mystery to drafting a sleeve really. Right. Because – 
Don't tell people that, Mom. How are we going to make any Because there money is then? no way to draft a sleeve <laughs> absolutely perfectly. It, it, a lot of it is art. Mm-hmm. It, it is the art and, you know, a, like an acquired skill. There's no good mathematical, you know, curve to this or anything. Right. You're so you ease in that sleeve. Yeah. That's why I like knit sleeves a whole lot. Well, just go in <laughs> yeah, I can get it. I, I love it when I, and we haven't done a video on this, right. but I've done this a couple times recently. We're doing it in our surgery workshop. Uh, I'm like, I'm just going to cut out this fake sleeve pattern right. and this fake bodice. And I said, and I didn't measure anything. That's I right. don't know if these are supposed to get, go together and I'll make it you fit. make it fit. And you they're can. like, oh, right. and it looks, it looks nice. But, and then that's easing. And knit easing is easier. You know, my full bust measurement on a t-shirt is very similar to that. Your front panel for a full bust adjustment, when I make a t-shirt, your front panel, the side seam in the front is actually longer. Yeah. But you don't, I mean, once it's put together, you don't see that. So when you ease something together, mm-hmm. you're really showing the fabric who's boss. Right. There's oftentimes some kind of notch or... Right. There's going to there's gonna be a measurement, somehow a notch, a marking as to... Yep ease between this point and this point or so and sometimes it might be a gather it doesn't mean it's coming out smooth that's true you know there might be you might have an instruction that says gather between these two points so it's not the whole you know piece that gets gathered maybe it just gets gathered you know between two certain notches maybe it's like over the bust or something so this is another thing i just I guess I just like to talk about ginger jeans. It is available on our website if you want to buy the pattern and the denim. Anyway. <laughs> and Mallory has a lot of videos about I, it, too. Yeah. We just talk about these pants a lot. Everybody wears jeans, I guess. And uh, there's there's a place where you ease on the ginger jeans, right. right? And on the out seam, it's a place between the hip and the knee. Yes. And then on the inseam, it's a place. It's, right. it's between the knee and the crotch. And what's going on there is the back pant leg has uh, more – is is a bigger piece. It's more fabric. And right. there's more fabric back there than the front. Right. Okay. So when Sam was basting her first pair together, she put them on and she's like, you know, they look, and they look pretty good, you know. And she's like, but I can't like, I don't know if I can squat down on these. And she squatted so and she, she said, these are move. real tight. Right. And we're like, oh, I don't know. And then some, someone else in our early stages of playing around with these, they were like, my back, uh, my back hem Okay, right. on the leg. So the legs didn't match up at it the was end. Like an scene, inch, at the end of yeah, the yeah, it was like an inch longer. And I'm like, people, <laughs> you have to easier. There are these markings. Anyway, right. both those people resewed their pants and they fit so much better. Right. And so anyway, you must pay attention to these things. That's right. And then I think you some, really should read your fabric and inst- your pa- pattern, pattern instructions. instructions. In fact, you should read all the way through them before you put the together don't like sit down and anticipate that you know what's going to happen and heather who designed the ginger jeans has a great sew along right i think one thing on this pattern this little notch it lines up with the length with another something and it confuses people so people miss it um, but if you read through it yeah you might have caught it yes yes right so if it's not familiar to you and this i think this is sam's first pair of pants you know she just going for it so but it fixed a lot of issues with right. people. But when people don't understand these mm-hmm. things and then they go ahead and sew and they can't figure out why it did, this is what frustrates people and keeps them right. from making those garments that really do fit them better than anything else they can get. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, Mallory, mm-hmm. is sleeves because we've had a lot of talk about sleeves and how sleeves are tight, tight at the elbow or, you know, um, I want to taper my sleeve more. Or Okay, most sleeves in a woven fabric, you're going to have to have some ease around the elbow, a dart around the elbow, or you're going to have to have um, 
what do I want to say? Like a pleat at There's the cup or something. Or You're going to have to, you know. You, Let's just say it, Mom. Noah, don't take up your sleeves too <laughs> yeah, much. We care. love you. We love you, what, Noah. Noah, <laughs> Noah the, we, we, the over over-altered what, what, what do we call him? I don't know. The you, vicious altering no, what person. I'm or so, over-enthusiastic. I, yeah, over-enthusiastic alter person. I love, it. I love person. it that Noah said this because I've been there, Noah. And I didn't say this in the group to you, but um, Noah's working on a woven shirt yeah. and making sure that everything you know fits right. nicely. And a couple of times gotten a little over-enthusiastic right. and made it a little tight in places. And then um, anyway, he, he realized that. He said, you know, I... Try to overdo it a little bit. That's right. I was like, right. how cool to recognize. Yeah, that one you... day Mallory just said, stop, yeah, stop. I said, <laughs> I said, you, sir, have a very nicely fitting shirt, okay? <laughs> and, and you know, you got it. But um, it is when you're making clothing for yourself, right. you want it to fit. Right. So I think you are sometimes a little hypersensitive. Right. And you don't – no one – no one's like, I'm going to make this um, woven shirt so I can look like a big, like, balloon in it. Right. And that's sometimes... So I can look like a stuffed shirt. Right. And so that's why why sometimes I think people want to take that ease out of the right. sleeves because right. it, it looks pretty big. Right. But if, you and fit- if you want a real fitted, you know, sleeve fitted like your skin, it's going to have to have some lycra in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but Noah did Noah did a good thing. I said, just stop. Just make right. it. See how you like it. Your arm, and I, I'm not... I'm not an, a nurse or, like, a physical whatever person, like, physical therapist or anything. But, like, your arm is one of your limbs that has the most range of motion, right? Like, you can put it in front well, of right. and behind yeah. your body. Well, and it well, has right. an elbow. You can do lots that, of stuff you know, with it, yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm lassoing right now, okay? <laughs> Picture that range of motion, okay? So you want that woven fabric right. to do that. So well, and you use your arms to a great extent yes. all the time. And they can go over your head. It's right. much much more range of motion than, like, your leg even depending on what you do with your life okay right mom <laughs> talking to me about not saying weird well no things. i know you know <laughs> i like move furniture with my legs because they're stronger than my arms well you talked about sleeves woven sleeves right and how they need ease um in them okay and then i want to talk about we we mentioned a bit about knit yeah sleeves mm-hmm. we had somebody in the group post a picture she's like i don't know the sleeve cap and the and the arm side right. of this knit T-shirt, they like right. don't match up. And she was what she was doing was she had it very s- smartly pinned at the the shoulder seam, right. you know, with with her notch, right? right, and then down at the side seam, right. And she was trying to match it up physically just to like think right. it out before she got to her machine, right. And ZD and I were both just like. No, just get to Don't your machine think about it, and just make do it, it work, yeah. you know. Get to your machine and show that knit who's boss. And once you get those first few stitches stitched in, right. so maybe you're starting at your side seam, right? Then, I mean, really, you, like, stretch it into shape, it just right? Go, yeah, and it works. It honestly stretch works. It so that those raw edges – don't overstretch, of course. Okay, don't be right. silly. But make the raw edges – line up right and make your notches line up and that's it yep and the rest is it. ease and maneuvering and the, if you're using a fabric that the pattern right. recommended you make sure to use right. one with the appropriate stretch it should work so that's right. anyway um that's ease and easing and for those of you who enjoy super long podcasts you are in for a treat because we're going to go for a message break and come back and discuss ruffles and flounces <laughs> Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no! <laughs> what does did... that mean? No, it means what, what you, I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, 
your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, yes. that, I, you know, I should have known if that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, miss mishearing things. It happens. No, you're right? the one that mishears things. <laughs> I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay, so uh, I am currently wearing an easy tee, and I wear them all the time. Uh, the easy tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve t-shirt made out of a woven fabric and you draft the easy tee to fit your measurements by taking the easy tee class well how do i take this class it's an online class that you can watch anytime on sohere.com to purchase the class go to sohere.com slash easy tee that's just e-a-s-y-t is this on my computer it's on your computer it's on your phone it's on your ipad the class is divided up into short, easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. <laughs> Once again, go to SewHere.com slash EZT to begin your pattern drafting journey. Sewing out loud. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Mallory, how did you learn about flounces versus ruffles? Well, late one night, I think I was like, I think I was like 13. I just remember, I have like a teenager. You were that old, huh? Okay. Yeah, I feel like I have like a teenager. You know, you have one sister that thinks you're still 13. <laughs> she thinks I'm five. No, eight, eight. She, yeah, five. You, she went away to college when you were eight, and then when she came home and you were like getting married and having babies and stuff, she goes, Mallory can have a baby, she's eight. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I'll just say that I feel like this was during teenager times. And if you have a teenager or you are a teenager or had a teenager. You Teenagers know, can be, teenaging can be rough. Sometimes it's hard to be a teenager, to be the mom of a teenager, right? And I just remember us having this, like, moment of connection at. At flouncing? Yes. <laughs> at the island in our kitchen. And it was, like, really cool. Um, and so I just remember being like, oh, my, like, my mom's cool. And I don't know what stupid thing I'd done that day. Uh, who knows? Anyway, so I don't know why I asked about it. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Why I asked about it. But you were like, now, a ruffle and a flounce are different 
and you drew me a little picture yeah. on a piece of paper about how a ruffle is just a long strip of fabric right. that's gathered up. Right. Right. And then you're like, a flounce is a curved piece of fabric that gets sewn in and straightened as right. it's sewn in. And then you just get this look. You know, I might have been older because I think maybe I was costuming something. Oh, maybe you were. So I was, I was, I think I. Maybe you were 16-ish or something. Even yeah. harder. <laughs> <laughs> It's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so if you, so mom, you want to talk about the shape of a ruffle versus the shape of a flounce right. a little more in depth well, than I just did. Generally, the shape of a ruffle is just a strip of fabric, yeah. however long, you know, however deep you want this ruffle to be. Yeah. And it's added onto, you know, another straight piece of fabric. The difference is the ruffle is going to be longer. There will be more fabric, and you take this ruffle, and you gather it up, and then you attach it to that straight, stable piece, right? So if I had a skirt, and I put it on the hem of my skirt or whatever, you know, it would go around the circumference of my skirt, but that ruffle would have had probably two to two and a half times the length of fabric as the circumference of my skirt. So let's say the circumference mm-hmm. of your skirt was 40 inches. You might have cut 80 oh. to or knowing me, 90, yeah, 90 uh-huh, yeah. inches That's worth right. of fabric. That's this right. is this is such a better explanation than I said. So a flounce, oh, really? on the other hand, yeah, you, this oh, is okay. so, I mean, you're, of course it's perfect. Okay, so a flounce, on the other hand, the part of the flounce that attaches to, say, your neckline or your bottom of your skirt, mm-hmm. or sometimes on like ballroom garments, you know, right. they're just Lots like sewn flounce. into mm-hmm. the. It is the same. That's right. Length as that seam, but it's but curved. It's curved. So, so when you go and you take that curve, and the curve is on a bias, so it's not going to be hard to take this curved side. Anytime, you, okay, let's get this straight. Anytime you cut a curve, you wind up on the bias, right? Because right? you you've Some gone of off the straight. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got. I mean, you're not. On, you just don't stay on the straight of grain right. long enough for it to be on the straight of grain. So you have cut a curve. So say I know the neck of my blouse is twenty six inches, mm-hmm. right? And so I have to draw a curve that is twenty six. Inches. What might you use to draw a curve and make sure it's the right length? Well, here's what I would really do. Well, I mean, all kinds of things. Yeah. But um, what I would really do if I was making a pattern piece, uh-huh. right, is I would cut that circle that fit around my neck. Uh-huh. Okay? And say I, so I want the flounce to be two and a half inches. Right. So I'll, I'll make this circle. The inner circle will be the circumference of... My neckband, uh-huh. right, which is going to be tw- 26, 28. I don't remember what yeah. I said. Okay. I'm thinking about, like, I can pull it over my head for sure. some reason. So say it's 26 inches, right? And then out from that circle, I will measure three inches all the way around. So I have, like, a big donut. Right. Right? Then I will clip that someplace. The outer edges. Well, I will clip it, like, so mm-hmm. it comes apart, right, right? Right. And then I will start clipping maybe every two, one to two inches, right? Almost up to that center circle. So I'm clipping, this is a paper pattern, I'm clipping out from the outer edge up to the inner circle, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I can lay that down and it becomes flat, right? Right. 
Right. Flat but curved. Right. Right? So you just have this, like, almost like a swirl-looking right. pattern right. piece right. that you can smooth out. And obviously that should take a video. Right. But that inner that inner part, what you've preserved, right. is that it's equal to the neckline. Right. And what's happened is that outer curve is much greater mm-hmm. than the circle that was only three inches away from the inner circumference. So you get a ripple. Yep. Gosh, so does that make any sense to anybody? You get a smooth join. Right. There's no easing to be done. No easing. It, it, fit, it should it fit right on there. Right. Yeah, it should fit right on there. And you know what we talked about? Karen, I'll try to find this Facebook post. Karen, who sent us the beignet mix, uh, she posted a picture. Beignet Karen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nolan's Karen. She posted a picture of a weather girl, weather woman. Right. Meteorologist. Wearing a very stylish dress. And she's right. like, oh, I want to make something like this with these ruffles. And I was like, well, those are actually flounces. That's right. And we should do that a podcast on it. Right. She was like, oh, great. You know, so right. I, I thought that that was cool. So here's the one thing that you really want to know, too, especially when you are styling something, uh-huh. right, is the gather will a lot of times add volume. Right. So it it adds more volume. So, you know, I mean, if I gather across the top of my um, bus say my high bust I'll have room for my you know boobs to fit in there right. or something right you know I mean it's adding volume a flounce does not always add volume mm-hmm. okay or not a volume that you might expect it's a it can it and it because it's on the bias right it hangs Lays so and it nicely. flows so it's a soft flowy I hate thing to say it's always a more tailored look like that's of course, you can, like, have a million flounces. Well, see, and, sometimes I know. think, it, yeah, yeah. Right, you right, know, it, right. it just depends on how you're doing it. But uh, you talk about this all the time. A peplum is, like, a big flounce. Yeah. Now, a peplum can also be gathered. It but, can. Right, right, If right. you think about a lot of, I feel like most but of But you have to I've be seen. careful that a peplum doesn't turn into a ruffle. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. and the other thing is, really, if we, if we, th- if you're having trouble visualizing what mom talked about, okay, Here's something. Imagine that you're wanting to draft, like, look, imagine a skirt pattern, a flat pattern piece, okay? It kind of looks like a triangle, right? right? You know, mm-hmm. it's narrow at one sure. side and bigger at the other. And then that sort of, like, makes this bell shape, you know? A flounce is, like, the same, you know, concept, but it's a lot right. more, well, okay? Well, here's, here's my deal. Uh-huh. There's basically sort of, you know, two sorts of, two types of full skirts in the uh-huh. world, I guess. Well, there's gourd skirt. But anyway, I can compare these to two skirts. There's a gathered skirt uh-huh. where you gather it into the waistband, mm-hmm. and then there's a circle skirt. Yeah. So what you know about a circle skirt, which is what your, like, 1950s poodle skirt is, right, right is that that waist, is, it, it lays flat. Mm-hmm. It's flat to that waistband, and then you wind up with all the, this all volume. All volume. Right. Just because the, lo- the hem is so much bigger, right. so much uh-huh. longer, that measurement is so much longer around right. than the waist. Yeah, so if you were um, having trouble, we should do a video on this, but also that, yeah, that's that's the perfect So anyway, you know, I mean, that, that to me, right, because that, the, the gathered skirt is very specific, you know, very gathered, and that, that circle skirt is a more flow mm-hmm. now know? okay before anybody's like i've made a gathered circle skirt of course that happened that can happen too skirt. Good could also make a circle skirt 
using gourds. I mean, there's yeah, like, yeah. you can also make a gourd skirt using more gourds. Or I mean, you can or, make or, a circle or, skirt that isn't <laughs> gathered that you put an elastic waistband in and then it looks gathered when you put right, it on, right? right? right okay, right. yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Everybody. Okay. Uh, so we're talking basic here. Basic shapes. We're trying to get So it. ruffles versus right. flounces and ease versus easing. Do you and have anything else to add? There though? is one more yeah. thing I want to add because uh-huh. people will come in and say, oh, I want a ruffler. Right? Ah, yeah. I'm, I'm making da-da-da. I heard if I – now, there's a ruffle foot. There's a ruffling foot. Okay. And there's a ruffling foot on a serger or a Sometimes it's called a puffing foot, mm-hmm. so everybody knows, okay? Mm-hmm. And then there is a ruffler attachment for your sewing machine. Okay, so a ruffle foot or a puffing foot, P-U-F-F-I-N-G, mm-hmm. it works with the feed dogs on your machine. And what it will do is you, when you're putting two pieces of fabric together, it will ruffle up one piece or, or gather up one piece and attach it to the flat piece, okay, by means of how the foot works. Yeah, what those feet do is they, like, have two strips of metal almost right. that run parallel to the feed right. dogs. And you manipulate, like, on your serger, you'd manipulate the differential feed. Right. On your sewing machine, you mess with tension adjustments and, and stitch length and stuff. I think it's mostly stitch length, actually, so but whatever. You, yeah. I think I don't know. I don't yeah. like using one because they you mess the tension. Right, anyway, right. and that gathering foot or the ruffling f- foot on the – Or the puffing foot. Or the puffing right. foot on the sewing machine also has like two slots. Right. So that so the bottom one gets gathered and right. the top and one the gets top to stay straight. And the top one straight. gets to stay straight. So you can gather up a piece of fabric on your sewing machine with your normal foot. Right. And you can gather up a normal piece of fabric on your serger with your normal foot. Right. But then if you want to put two together, right. one straight, one – gathered now that's where those feet the come thing in. about that is there's no way to like truly measure that and know that that's you know you, you measure you know three times the length and that comes out perfectly you ain't never gonna no. know you, you, you <laughs> don't know you could you test it yes so that you come out with something you kind of like yes but you know it, and, and there's applications because you know that you take that those pieces you put together and then cut your pattern right, out of that. Right. Okay. The other thing is a ruffler. Yes. And this is a big thing. It looks like a can opener, the head of a can opener. It does. That you put on your standard it's sewing machine. It's got like uh, places to do numbers. <laughs> it might have a place in the back where you adjust right. where the position of the foot. And right. Then when so you, you adjust how many times the the the. What it actually is is a pleater. Yeah, let's let's just say it's that really first, not yeah. a ruffler. There you go. I mean, that's what it gets called, mm-hmm. and that's what you buy is a ruffler. But it's really a, a pleater. pleater because it there's a mechanism that is attached to your needle bar when when you put this you put it on where you, like kind of like your standard foot, and you will usually have to screw it on. There's no snap on ruffler foot. Actually, there are. Are there now? Yes, yes, okay. there are. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you can. There's a little dial where it decides how, you know, which stitches will it will it pleat every stitch or every third stitch or every, every fourth, fourth or whatever, twelfth. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Then there's also a place that lets you decide how deep that pleat goes. Yeah. And then the other adjustment that goes along with that is what size stitch are you, what length of stitch are you going? So right. you have all of those variables. So if you do that and you make a pleated ruffle like this you need to write all that stuff down if you want to repeat it if you want to do it again if you want it to be exactly the same yeah just so the reason we're bringing that up is 
the pleated ruffles that you get from this foot, they look a lot different than gathered right. ruffles. And they're, like, we love the ruffler yeah. foot. And they're but... real common, like, in home deck. Yeah. That's what I are, think of. They are different. Right. The fabric is just folded at these, obviously, these regular right. intervals that you set with all the settings that mom So it's tucked said. and folded and sewn down. Tucked mm-hmm. and folded and sewn down. And it's that's not, what happens. It's not just a bunch of fabric, like, you know. And it sounds like tick, 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 yes. tick, tick. Or that's right. Depending on your settings, right? Okay, depending on how you set it. But that no, that's a really good thing to bring up. Um, I'm a much bigger fan of the ruffling attachment, that foot that goes tick tick tick. Right. I use that more than I use the gathering foot on the sewing machine. But say, but that's just my personal. Say, I'm going to gather yards and yards and yards of that wonderful fabric tool mm-hmm. tell me a way i might do that very easily on my sewing machine Mary. i'd zigzag over some pearl cotton yep and you can actually gather it if you if you can look up videos of people who make tutus uh-huh. and they actually pull on the pearl as or on the cord no as you're sewing you can do whatever it. they're right so everybody's like oh you're making the ruffle like while you're doing it and yes you so you, you are because you're you're pulling on on yeah. the, the thread as so you there go. are lots of ways to make ruffles and right we, that would be another podcast but uh yeah do you have anything else to say about these i hope i've covered it i don't know if i have terms. but um if this has given you something to think about while you're washing dishes or mowing your lawn or whatever um and then hopefully we can get some videos up of this right and soon. you know please give us feedback ask the questions we didn't answer yep yep and uh we're uh, you can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. I love to get your emails. It's fabulous to hear from you. You can also go to SoHere.com slash love note to sign up for our weekly newsletter that we put out That's each Tuesday. That's one of the best things to do. I've done, Yeah, they're, they're looking good, guys. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, and we're on Instagram at ZD Sewing Studio. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening today. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first time.